the O and two club, the two and O club, all the odds and ends. We're reflecting on week two of the NFL season today on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. You are locked on NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. That's better than this. It's guys being dudes here on the locked on nfl scouting podcast we're the draft dudes i'm joe marino from locked on bills he's kyle Krabs from locked on dolphins and we are your nfl experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the locked on nfl scouting podcast with the draft dudes part of the locked on podcast network your team every day we'd like to thank you for making locked on nfl scouting your first listen every day and a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers you know who you are those of you who never miss a single episode we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. I got a bone to pick with you. Oh. You were, you were doing the cold open, and I had to yeah. sneeze the entire time. What does that got to do with me? And I was I was ready for you to finish the cold open so I could sneeze during the oh the title video. And when how long were you going to let me know go before you told me that you can actively unmute yourself during the title video and speak over it and overlap it? You you never say that you just started doing it. No, I, I kept waiting for you to be like, hey, I had this big revelation on Streamyard that we record. With. I felt I felt silly that I didn't know it in advance because I'd watched Locked On Dolphins. And I see the video going, and I hear yeah, you saying, "All oh, right, because I, I produce and cut it, brother, and manually no, resync you, the video." I thought you had some revelation. I'm like, "How does Kyle do that?" There's no way he's doing this in post. I am, and, doing it and it turns out, no, just hit on mute, brother, and you could just do it right then and there. It's been right. a revelation. Started doing it about right. a week ago. So th- th- yeah, thanks for letting me know. Nobody cared one bit about that <laughs> opening. Welcome to Locked On NFL <laughs> Scouting, Week Two in the books. Kyle and I are going to reflect on a couple of clubs here. One you want to be in, one you don't want to be in. Welcome to Club Dub, by the way. Happy Victory oh, Monday for all of you. Yeah, you know, winning, those of you who are celebrating. Yeah, winning is fun. But, and, but we'll get to the winning teams wow. in a it's moment. Let's start with the 0-2 club, because this is not where you want to be. Adam Schefter tweeted out before the action on Sunday. Has he ever Since, seen anything like this? <laughs> You're so it's like an or in the death chart. Yeah, or. Um since 2020, when the NFL went to seven teams in the playoff field for each conference, 23 teams have started 0-2, and one of them went to the playoffs. One. Last year's Bengals. Last year's Bengals. And we'll see if this year's Bengals. Good news for you, Cincinnati. Right. You've done it. You've <laughs> done the thing. Waters. You've done the thing. And I think that's probably a good place for us to start, Kyle, with the Cincinnati Bengals, who fell yeah, to 0-2. Two divisional losses. Not great. And... The thing that keeps coming back to me when I consider the Bengals and them being 0-2 is something that Jordan Palmer said to us about quarterbacks and confidence. And quarterbacks, when they play well, the common denominator is always rooted in confidence. It's not and Joe Burrow. Strength. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's confidence. It's here. It's confidence. And and for Joe Burrow, tough situation. My guy was out all of preseason and, and so much of training camp because the calf thing and him coming in, having to execute, even despite it being very familiar in terms of play caller weapons around him, he's not able to step in and play confident football because I just don't know that he's quite shaken off all the rust of missing that time. And 
well, a lot of checkdowns, a lot of goofy decisions. He's a better player than what we've seen through two games, but he hasn't necessarily been ushered into this season in a way that's going to make him effective right off the bat. And now you're also going to be playing the waiting game throughout the course of the day today with Joe right. Burrow. Because he re-injured his calf. Because he said after the game that he re-aggravated his calf injury and it was pretty sore, but we're going to play the wait and see game. Not the start that you would have drawn up if you were Cincinnati to start this season. Now, as we said, this is the team that's done it. This is the team that's looked at the schedule at 0-2 and, and said, okay, batten down the hatches, we'll buckle down. And they very realistically last year, if not for the unfortunate situation with DeMar Hamlin, could have been the one seed, right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, that was in play for them by the end of the year in spite of starting 0-2. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think this has pushed the panic button, but if Joe Burrow, like, what's this look like if Joe Burrow misses time? Not good. Like, at all. Who's a who's right. backup like Jake is Browning? Is Jake Browning's the only other quarterback on the 53. Can't go to war with Jake Browning. Can't do it. Right. We got to sign somebody else. What do you think Andy Dalton's doing in Carolina right now? Killing. It's chilling. I don't know if they're going to be interested in moving on, though. I mean, that would be so strange. That would be so strange. Very, be very strange. But like you, you would love to see Cincinnati if there is an extended period. Yeah. I mean, they they have a couple of soft games on the schedule, but like within the next six weeks, they're going to have at San Francisco and Buffalo in consecutive weeks. So like this is something that either this is going to linger and we're going to play through, and Joe's going to have to figure it out. But I don't know how. If you're talking about the concern being confidence, yeah, you don't feel great about instilling and growing that confidence while playing through something. So hopefully this is minor for Joe. Uh, hosting the Rams on Sunday night, or 8-15, uh, Monday night football next week is their next game. Hosting the Rams, Super Bowl rematch. What a fun team that Rams team is. Shout out McVay for the backdoor cover with the field goal as time expired too. They're, they're not in the Owen two club. We'll, we'll get to the Puka Nakua 25 cat. We'll get there, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get there. So they host the Rams at Tennessee at Arizona. That's their next three. And it's it's the top the AFC. We talked about it being so loaded, right? Between Joe Burrow and what's happening with the Bengals to start, Aaron Rodgers injury, and the Chargers now part of this Owen two club. Owen two, yep. Yikes. It's it never goes how you think it does, right? No, never, 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 never. And also, you got to play all the games too, right? So as much as we're living in speculation world and forecasting, and that's what we do, you got to play them all and see what right. happens, it's, right? It's still, still going to play itself out, and it'll right? Happen. Um, I'll say this for the Chargers though: uh, fifty-eight points scored yeah. in two weeks seems like good enough to win a game. And you're zero two because you gave up sixty-three points, including what happened with a nightmare situation to go to overtime against Tennessee. Former Locked On Dolphins host Travis Wingfield, and you know Travis now with the Dolphins, but there's obviously a storyline with quarterbacks from the 2020 class, and Herbert was a part of that. Travis sent out a tweet that over the course of the last two weeks, Herbert has had four fourth-quarter drives with an opportunity to win the football game for the Chargers. I think that's a tough angle to put on that. And I'll give Travis a little bit of hard time for that because the defense gave up 63 points in two weeks. It's so hard. It's like there's a stat every week of like threshold of offensive production, 
threshold of team efficiency from a, a time of possession or turnover standpoint and a record for those teams to win games. And the Chargers are like statistical improbability outliers on every single one of them to not win games with how well they're playing on that side of the ball. Justin Herbert's a great quarterback. Um, I think you just begin to have questions about Brandon Staley. You continue to have questions, not begin. You continue to have questions about Brandon Staley and, and whether or not he's a coach that's going to maximize Justin Herbert's opportunity to be an elite player in the NFL. Can we do um, the thing with them? The sure. Four, what do you got? What do you got? At Minnesota. Maybe you get back on the horse. You'd think. I'd like to, I don't. I don't I think they'll wear out Minnesota in the same way Philadelphia did down the stretch defensively. They can. Yeah, then you're home against the Raiders. Okay. Bye week. Monday night football, Dallas Cowboys. At Kansas City Chiefs, next four. You, you got to get to two and two going into that bye. Yeah. You got to win these two. And then, and, then, and there's going to be Lord. a level of urgency to do it. Dallas and KC coming out of it. Okay, so there's other 0-2 teams out there. Kyle, let's rapid-fire through this and tell me your concern level for each of these 0-2 teams. Okay. Denver Broncos. Uh, very concerned. Same. Chicago Bears. It's over. Like Y'all y'all going to start asking some big-picture big, big questions. I, I agree. Two, and the, the, some of the preseason hype for the Bears was just completely unfounded. Ten wins. Ten wins. They Crazy. Said. Houston. Uh, as expected, as expected, uh, CJ Stroud, a lot of production. That, yeah. That's a good sign. That, everything's yeah. about CJ Stroud and his development this year. Wins that, and losses this, don't this matter. Whole year's that. Yeah. Yep. Arizona. Uh, you're on schedule. <laughs> right. Crisis so, averted is, is actually the reaction. Talking about the chargers, get the two and two, and then we'll see Vikings. Oh, and two, two tight, two, uh, one score losses after they won 11 of them last you year. You are who we thought you were. Yeah, I agree there. Um, New England Patriots. Um, Speaking of big picture questions, yeah, they they should be very concerned. You lost two, you lost two at home for the first time since 1975 to start the season. Mm. Uh, and then we'll see if Pittsburgh's zero and one, Carolina's zero and one. They play games on Monday Night Football, so don't lose, don't lose, folks. It's not good if you lose, right? Yeah, a lot at stake. What is good is if you check out LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. And it is so easy to create a free job post over at LinkedIn Jobs. And then once you do, add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile. Spread the word that you're hiring. Then simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Folks, you got to check out Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest, funnest, easiest, most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. The format, I love it. It's awesome. It's just you versus the numbers. It's not you against thousands of other players, including pros, including Sharks. It's just you versus numbers. All you do is select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. That's it. doesn't take long. You can make picks in under a minute. And then when you win, withdrawals are super quick and super easy. And I love watching football, but I love it even more when I have a prize picks entry going into the game. It just makes it that much more fun. So go to prizepicks.com. 
slash NFL and use code NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, prizepicks.com slash NFL. Use our promo code LOCKEDONNFL. You'll get a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. I have a fun little factoid for you uh, to get us out of segment one and into segment two to transition from the 0-2 club to the 2-0 club. Hmm. What 0-2 club has the best point differential through two games? And what is it? It's probably Denver. They lost a two-point game and a one-point game, right? The Denver Broncos have the best point differential of the 0-2 club with a minus three. Yeah point differential what two and O club member has the worst oh the worst i was like i think you know the best that's dallas right clearly yeah, they're um, racing teams right the now. worst over under excuse me point differential amongst the two and O teams miami won two two one score games they, they what is there it's nine they are nine yes can you give me the teams again? The teams that are 2-0, oh, it's the Dallas yeah. Cowboys, the San Francisco 49ers, the Miami Dolphins, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Washington Commanders, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Atlanta Falcons, the Baltimore Ravens. Might be the Eagles. I'll go with the Eagles. The Eagles are plus 11. They are the third worst point differential. Is it Miami? The Dolphins are the second worst. I feel defeated. Oh, uh, I don't know. I have no idea. Who is it? Take take command of this segment. Oh, you even though you said it, even though you said it, it didn't register. I, yeah, I didn't register for me that the Washington Commanders are two and zero. That's probably a good place to start the two and zero club. Well, yeah let let's let's start there and we'll go from there. They should enjoy their stay versus Bills and at Eagles the next two. Got to play them all. Got to play them all. Ron Rivera, 100 wins, Kyle. I finally got there. He did wins. get 100 wins. I, was I, I wish I had a stat to tell you the most amount of games it took a coach to get to 100 wins that got to 100 oh, wins. It Ron might have it. Ron might have it. Talk, talk to us about, about Washington. Uh, they're 2-0. You can't take them away, brother. They're 2-0. They beat, what, Arizona and Denver? Yes. And came back big time. Like credit to them for the resiliency of last week of of yesterday, because Denver had their foot on their throats, and they still clawed back to win that football game. Now it got as stressful as it possibly could with the hail mary at the end of the game. That was possibly the worst defended hail mary in quite some time. But uh, brother, talk to me about hail marys. Yeah, I didn't say Hail Murray. I just right. said Hail Mary. That's all I hear, though. It doesn't yeah. matter how right. you get there. It's the hail and the mm, and I know where that goes in my mind. So, um, yeah, I, I think there's some exciting developments for Washington. I certainly think you look at the teams that they've played and you make an acknowledgement of maybe the caliber of the wins, but at the end of the day, 2-0 and is 2-0, and right? And... You don't got to give him back. I think there's probably a little bit of egg on our face, although we weren't particularly high on either of the teams that they've beaten thus far this season. But we said, you know, we're pretty underwhelmed by this Washington team. The changes to the offensive line, Sam Howell at the quarterback position. I think there's going to be ebbs and flows, but they have found a way to win 
football games here to start this this season. Washington, Atlanta, Tampa Bay, two and O clubs in the NFC. Again, we're, we you could talk about the wins, however, whatever you want to do. Two and O. Which one of those surprise? It's probably Washington for the biggest yeah. surprise there, but Atlanta being able to squeak out a couple of games here, coming back against Green Bay. I watched this I, game yesterday. I bet you did all smiling because now you got another game up on me for the difference. I got, right? I got two. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll wait. We're going to wait. Oh, I got, no, you I got switched Seattle back too. tonight. I thought I was going to be able to roll Cleveland and get things yeah, back even no. up. So I actually have the update for yeah, you there on, you do. on the uh, the pick them for the record. Uh, week two, Joe Marino, nine and five. So you got two games left. You've already tied your win total from last week. You're nine and seven last week. Uh, and I'm 11 and three. I, was, I went. I picked against Mahomes. What? What? A, what an idiot! He said, "Oh yeah." What was the other one? I oh, Detroit and Seattle. Good call by you. I felt good yeah. about me me having Detroit. Well, that that one was a really fun game, right? Because a lot of haymakers, kind of some lead changes, some the, the pick six by Seattle in the, the late in the game. It's fun. That was a fun game, but um, Atlanta is. Man, they, they they are just a 12-round fight to play against. You don't love what they're doing offensively. You don't love some of the areas on the defense, but they play hard. And they um they're kind of, it's not surprising because of Arthur Smith, but they, they kind of feel like NFC Tennessee, what Tennessee was for 100%, a while, yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, I think credit where credit's due, and they've got a plus 15-point differential. Now, they they snuck that one out against Green Bay. At the end of the the, the game, you were kind of curious if they would uh, settle for some taking less points and scoring opportunities throughout the course of the game. It worked out for them. Uh, they managed to hold against Jordan Love. Uh, kind of a, was it like a penalty, incomplete pass? It was a legal shift that they ended up declining to end the game. But um, they're a team that I think in that NFC South is really going to be interesting to see how they they turn around with divisional play and and if they can continue to stack it after beating Carolina in week one. Carolina, New Orleans tonight. So we'll see if New Orleans can become also a 2-0 team. Yes. Um, Everybody's excited about Dallas, 2-0. Micah Parsons is playing out of his mind, putting up a lot of points on that Jets defense that – it's a great unit, right? Uh, Dallas didn't seem bothered. Did you? How much of that game did you catch? Um, some, some. Did you have any takeaways as to, as far as what Dallas did? Go. No, you're going to know more about this than me because I was in post game for Bills. So yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't have too much. I. It just felt like, as that game wore on. First of all, I, I thought Dallas did a really good job meeting the physicality of the Jets defense. Um, because that Jets defense was flying around and and Dallas uh was not afraid of the contact and there was a lot of violent collisions. But as that game wore on, I think this is probably my concern for the Jets with the style of play that they're going to have to play. Because I was told Aaron Rodgers fixed Zach Wilson. It turns out he didn't. Zach was 12 of 27 for 170 yards, a touchdown, and three interceptions against Dallas. And I get it. It's Dallas. 
but he also had 65 yards of his 170 yards for the game came on one completion on the Garrett Wilson touchdown catch and run. I, I just worry about if it feels like this all season long, how do you sustain the intensity of what you play defensively when it's such an uphill slog every single week? But that, I mean, so that that's I thought Dallas met the physicality and the intensity of New York's defense, and that allowed them to, I don't want to say break the will, but it, it allowed them down the stretch to dictate terms. Rapid fire two and O club. We talked about Dallas. They're on they're on track, looking good. Miami yep. Dolphins are two and O. Did you know that the Dolphins are two and O? Yeah, I had I had gotten a memo last night. Cool. Excited. You went two in the road to. I think they're ahead of schedule for what my schedule expectations were for them. I had them 11, as an eleven win team before the start of the season. The fact that you went two on the road to start the year is is obviously very exciting. Dolphins offensive lines giving up one sack in two games without Teron Armstead. Two was getting the ball out in one and a half seconds. Uh, literally thirty. I'm not. Ten- t- I'm not trying to take anything off the offensive line. They've been better than expected. But this this two the getting the ball out is insane. Joe. 30 attempts, the average time last night was 2.08 seconds yeah. for 30 attempts. You're, you're not getting home. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter average average intended air yards was it was like yeah. 8.6 yards. Two next weeks gen, in a row. Next yeah. Gen Stats said it was the first time that they've ever tracked a quarterback to have an average intended air yards in excess of eight yards downfield across all of their attempts and the average snap to release to be under 2.2 seconds for an entire game. And it was 2.08 He's going to start playing drop eight against Miami, I guess. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how the what the game yeah. plans are. It's going to be fun to watch. Uh, Atlanta's two and zero. We talked about that. Baltimore two and zero. Hello, Lamar Jackson. Dime down the field. Uh, was that to Zay Flowers? There, the crazy good throw. Props uh, going into Cincinnati with uh, a really banged up team and getting a divisional win. Yeah. That that's as gritty of a win as I think you'll see this week on the schedule. 49ers are two and zero. Another another dominant team. You know, I think the Rams are, are certainly better than a lot of expectations were had for them, but San Francisco is so difficult to bottle offensively and, and Purdy's playing efficiently. And um yeah, I, I think San Francisco should should really like their chances of building momentum into the, the middle of the season. Tampa's two and I put you in the same club as Washington. I talked I respect, about Washington. I respect, respect what you did, but I'm waiting for a big one. We talked about Washington. They're two and zero. Philly two and zero. On schedule, uh, I think they are a little out of sync. Uh, we talked about that on Friday for NFL Kickoff Live that I, I was on, and it just feels like with losing your offensive and defensive coordinator, you know, they, they're still kind of trying to find their rhythm with everything that they're doing. And I thought that showcased itself against Minnesota with how Minnesota moved the ball in spite of not being able to run the football at all. Actually, you could say that for both games. Neither team could run the ball worth a you-know-what against Philadelphia, and yet those were two very closely contested games down the stretch. Philly can run the ball. That offensive line Philly was can run the ball. moving people, man. DeAndre yeah. Swift looking like, uh, I mean, LaDainian Tomlinson. I mean, just a crazy, crazy, uh, crazy job by that Philly offensive line, and credit to DeAndre Swift the most. Uh, rushing yards for a Philadelphia running back since Shady McCoy in 2013. All right, we talked about the 2-0 and club. We talked about the 0-2 right. club. Kyle's calling a timeout. I got to get to a break. What do we got? Uh, it's just real quick. Uh, of the two 
skeptical two and O club members that we have the the Bucks and the Commanders. I would I want you to tell me which one you think has a better chance of being in the three and O club. Commanders Washington, play the Bills. Okay, who does the Bucks play? The San Francisco 49ers. Oh God. Uh, I'll go with the. I'll. I will go. I'll honestly. I'm not going to be home here. I think. I think it's the Bucks. I think their ability to to play run defense. Play defense. You think would give them a puncher's chance. I don't think either one of them get the three and zero. I would be inclined to agree with you. No. All right. Maybe you want to go, go to these games. You want to check them out. You want to see if these teams can get to three and zero. Buying tickets to your favorite events. It shouldn't be stressful, but sometimes it is. Game time is the fast and easiest way to buy tickets to all the sports, music, comedy. In theater near you, they've got killer deals on last-minute tickets, a best price guarantee, and with all of that, you can stop stressing over getting tickets and start getting excited for the fun that you're going to have. The Game Time app is awesome. They have flash deals. I told you about the last-minute tickets. This is super cool. Images of seat view, so you know exactly what to expect when you get to the venue. They have uh, this deal here where they send the tickets straight to your phone. You don't have to dig through the emails. A great service. Check it out. Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNFL for 20 bucks off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Okay, Joe, I don't have what coach it took the longest to get to 100 wins, mm-hmm. but I do have the coach with at least 100 wins with the worst career win percentage. Oh, give it to me. Any guesses? Um... Jeff Fisher? Jeff Fisher's good, but it's like 51.2%. It's not the worst. There is a head coach with over 100 career wins with a career losing win percentage. 48.3% for this Oh, my. Oh, man, this is fun. Why is Dick Vermeil in my head? Uh, It's not Dick Vermeil. 100 wins, but 48 over 100 wins, 114 wins to be exact. What what, can you give me like an era of football? Uh, 94 to early 2010s. Now that that makes it worse because you're like, oh, I should absolutely right know who it is. I'm gonna find out. It's gonna were you surprised when you saw this? Um, maybe a little bit because the the team that I'm most remembering of this coach with was a pretty successful group but his first two stints with teams were not successful Mm. so three three different teams this man was a head coach for strong offensive mind i I don't know if i would pull this off i I guess north North turn north yeah okay uh 49 59 and one from 94 to 2000 with washington Nine and twenty-three for the Oakland Raiders in 04 and 05, and then fifty-six and forty for the San Diego Chargers from 07 to 12. What's Ron's win percentage? Uh Ron's win percentage is 52%. Okay, so he's he's chilling. He's in this club. He's chilling right there somewhere. Yep. yep. Um North Turner, a good example of offensive mind, right? With Dallas. He was the OC, right? In the early 90s, and he got him all these opportunities. Yep. We see this all the time. Now it's a thing, right? It's how Adam Gase gets multiple opportunities. Oh, uh, why'd you guys say? Don't say the name. That's not about you. You got you look. You, it look, still hurts. You my just heart. gotta. You gotta have the feelings that I do about Rex Ryan. 
an absolute clown. You hated everything about him, but he got you to where you are. At least Adam's not on TV every every week too. Like Rex on, I actually like Rex on on TV. I think he's good on TV. I I've only seen what makes it to Twitter. So yeah, I don't. We always figured he'd be good for TV. Much time with the Four Letter Network either, but um. All right, we get to fill in the blanks, odds and ends the rest of the way here. We talked about two and oh oh and two. Um, What's your big prevailing thought otherwise? Oh man. Interested to see how, you know, for, for all of the, we talked about Philadelphia getting to two and O, but feeling like they're a little out of sync. I feel like Kansas city's kind of in that boat too. Now they, they kind of popped that game a little more free uh, late against Jacksonville, but they were very, it felt like herky jerky and trying to get Kelsey involved in the first half and, Felt like his first four targets he caught, there were penalties on and, and negated them. And uh, you saw Kadarius Tony; they got some, some scheme touches for Sky Moore catches, really nice touchdown pass. I think those were important bounce backs. But then, like Pat chucking one up for Andre Cisco, really great play by Andre Cisco. Play, you, yeah, you, you saw that pick. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a really good play. It's what Andre Cisco does, right? Yeah, six foot three, rangy, free safety with ball skills like that that are are upper echelon ball skills, and you saw every bit of it. Uh, if I'm Jacksonville, I, I still feel pretty good about you know the first two weeks, but I just look at Kansas City offensively. Obviously, Eric Bieniemy's now with Washington, and Matt Nagy's back in that chair for Kansas City. I'm curious to see how long it's going to take them for them to really feel like they have caught their wind, uh, because there were times it felt like they were slogging uphill, just like it felt like there were times where Philadelphia was slogging uphill in the first two weeks. Well, Kelsey getting back in the groove, uh, receivers. Not that good. And right now, like Juwan Taylor, they called the penalties. You five yesterday? Like five, five, five penalties, yeah. $20 million it, a year tackle. They actually, at one point, brought him out of the game for a series. For Prince Tegawan Nagu or whatever. To, I, to talk about it and figure sure it out. Whatever. Right, like, so this is the book on Taylor. Like, what are we doing? Right. But those are those are hard circumstances, right? We talk about the Chiefs offense maybe not clicking on all cylinders. Matt Nagy, Kelsey's not where he needs to be. Your right tackle, you got to figure that out, and your receivers aren't that good. Take a little time here. But I think, all in all, the Chiefs and Jaguars not combining for 30 points in the game was a little bit not what we expected. Yeah. What's your thoughts on Jack Jacksonville in that game? I thought they played well. I, th- I thought it was a bummer. They they left a lot of points out there, it felt like. I thought Well, that's Trevor- been the story of the first two, the, the la- two games last year. They left points out there. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just Tre- Trevor left some throws that were really tight window throws along the boundary in the back end of the end zone, and they didn't hit one of them. I think that game probably feels a little different if Trevor hits two of them. Uh, I think, but I, I think there's a lot to build on. I, I think they physicality at times took it to Kansas City. Um, they obviously have the talent that's necessary. You still feel good about their explosiveness on offense with their receivers. And they play in a division that's got Tennessee and credit to Tennessee. They they won yeah. a tough home game against the Chargers, but then Houston's not looking overly competitive. Indianapolis um, had some promise early in that game against Houston with Anthony Richardson, and then Gar- or Garner Minshew comes in, and the offense doesn't skip a beat. But you question big picture wise playing against Jacksonville. Like I expect them to have a lot of success within the division. So, and a lot of their hard hard 
contests are at home. So I still feel like they're they're going to be in really good position down the stretch. Let's uh, we got to talk about the Giants real quick, right? They start the first six quarters of the season, they lose sixty to zero, uh, and they come back and beat Arizona thirty one twenty eight. Big time second half from Daniel Jones, I mean, historic second half from Daniel Jones. Um, still plenty of chinks in the armor here when it comes to the Giants and maybe calibrating expectations versus overachieving last year and how you parlay that into this year and what that all all, all looks like. I I still very much think we're in a wait and see mode on the Giants. Good momentum out of that second yeah. half, obviously. Yeah, I it was it would have been a really really I like I would not envy New York sports talk radio for what that would have looked like. I'm sure it's already going to be ugly this week, but if you'd have lost to Arizona with how you lost to Dallas last week, so props for props to Daniel Jones and, and props to the coaching staff to figure out what buttons they needed to push. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was a near miss, and they, they certainly got to look themselves in the mirror. But offensive line, like Andrew Thomas didn't play. What do you have up front? Like th- those guys got to figure it out in a hurry. Let's real quick peek at their schedule. Oh, 49ers. Oh, sweet. 49ers, Seahawks, Dolphins, Bills. Good luck. Seahawks, 49ers, Seahawks. Dolphins, Bills, at Miami, at Buffalo, at San Francisco. Do they get the two wins? They better win that Seattle game. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yep. Then they go Commanders, Jets, Raiders. That That's a nice little stretch. But Okay, you can bounce back a little bit. but Then at Cowboys. <laughs> that's the NFL, right. man. Oh, by the way, you played the Eagles twice. Or you, you still play the Eagles twice. They got them twice. Yep. Yeah. You, oh, two of the last three against Philly. Yeah, you you can't you can't have a hole going into that. You right. can't be in a hole going. So into that, that. that that's a very high leverage win for New York against Arizona if they're going to make it back to the playoffs. Yep, they needed that one desperately, so yep. they got it. Yep, you got locked on NFL scouting the rest of the week. I'm Kyle Krabs. He is Joe Marino. We hope you guys enjoyed this kind of peak at week two. We are of course going to go deep into both conferences over the next two days, AFC and NFC conference power rankings after week two, kind of give everybody an updated snapshot. We're looking forward to getting into the weeds with all of the teams. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcast. Come on back. See us again. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Happy Victor Monday to those of you who are celebrating on this Monday, September 18th. We're out of here.